Hello and welcome to Starting Over with Shannon. This is a podcast about fresh starts, new chapters and embracing change and challenge to become a better version of ourselves and create a better world around us. I'm your host Shannon Jenkins and every week I'll be bringing you a different Starting Over story with tips on how to conquer life's difficulties to find greater joy, meaning and purpose. Hey and welcome. If you are new here, this episode is going to give you a great snapshot of what this podcast is all about and what to expect if you choose to regularly tune into these episodes. And if you're one of our lovely regular listeners already, I still think this is a great holistic overview of the topics that we've discussed and will continue to discuss over the next year, as well as some key takeaways on each point. Now, before we go into what those five major areas are that you'll improve on, I want to tell you about a new venture that I am launching for this spring summer, Swiss spring summer that is. So starting on Saturday, the 18th of March, I will be hosting monthly wellness day retreats from our home here in Le Mont Pelerin in Switzerland. So these days are going to be with an intimate group of up to seven people only And they will include activities such as yoga on a balcony overlooking the Alps and Lake Geneva. It's a pretty dreamy view. Breath work, guided meditation, nature time, personal development workshops, and of course, lots of delicious food with ingredients sourced from a local farm and local bakery. And they are all designed with your holistic well-being in mind. So I want you to think of these days as kind of like your reset for your mind, body, and soul, which I definitely think that we could benefit from a little time to time. So honestly, I'm so excited to launch this. I mean, I love, love, love doing this podcast and, you know, speaking with amazing people and connecting also with people all across the world. But if I am being honest, I've also missed a little bit connecting in person with people, especially with some of you listeners. So I would be over the moon if you came and joined me for these J retreats. And I am doing a special two for one launch offer for all bookings made before 31st of March. So if this has sparked your interest and you do live somewhat locally, then click on the link in the show notes for all the info. And sorry for to those of you who actually would love to participate but aren't local. I The plan is to expand into international multi-day retreats in the future. So that can be your spot. But now back over to the topic of this podcast. But before I go into those specific five areas, I want to explain what starting over is all about. So this came about for me with a huge life transition, separating from an abusive partner in Australia, getting sole custody of our son and moving permanently to Switzerland. And the starting over was really multifold. I mean, a new relationship, a new country, a new business venture, and a whole new way of thinking as well. And you see, falling down to rock bottom, which definitely happened for me, it was hard emotional, frightening, and sometimes seemingly never-ending. I remember just being like, you've got to be kidding. When is this going to be over? And yet I look back on that and I go, oh my goodness, this was also incredibly transformational. 
And in my case, it became a huge catalyst for my personal growth. So it cracked me open to process and let go of trauma from my recent past, as well as that of my childhood. It led me to a better understanding of who I am, what my needs are, what I value in life, and also the spiritual dimension too. You know, I became more interested in exploring some of life's bigger questions, like what is our purpose and what is the nature of our existence and so forth. And throughout this whole process, I realized, wow, this is such a common experience, not necessarily in the specific details of our stories, but in the hardship that we all face at some point in our lives and the opportunity for huge transformation. So maybe you're going through a divorce or maybe you find out your best friend has a terminal illness. Maybe you lose someone you love or a job you love unexpectedly Or heck, maybe a global pandemic comes out of nowhere and forces a whole life shakeup. No matter what it is, I am so convinced that life brings us all challenges that sometimes seem so difficult that we can't get through them. And yet I'm also convinced that life gives us challenges that we have what it takes within us to overcome them. And you know, in my case, looking back, I absolutely needed to learn self-love and self-trust and sometimes I smirk because I still well I actually still don't know what I believe about this I'm not sure if you have any views on this but I've heard the idea that our souls have missions on earth and that there is a higher consciousness and intelligence that we are a part of but before being kind of incarnated on earth we somewhat plan our lives and seek out specific lessons. Now, like I said, I don't know if this is true, but if it is, and one of my lessons was self-love and self-trust, then what better way of learning that than overcoming narcissistic abuse, where I was forced to wake up to how my lack of self-love and trust led me to being manipulated and mistreated. So irrespective of what you believe about this, I know for sure that you have faced a hardship in your life that has hurt you in ways, maybe even scarred you, and you can choose to dwell in a place of bitterness, misery, anger, hatred, even victimhood, or you can choose to allow this to fuel your growth and lead you to wisdom, inner peace, and happiness. Now, That's not to say that you can't experience all of those negative emotions. I mean, you can and perhaps you will if you haven't already. I know that I have, but you just don't want to get stuck there for too long. And that's what this Starting Over podcast is all about. So this is about processing and letting go of the past, embracing a new beginning, even when it feels forced on you and forging the best life possible for yourself. So It is a place for hope and optimism without being all sunshine and daisies and everything's perfect. So, you know, we don't shy away from the real talk and the truth about, quite frankly, how bloody hard life can be sometimes. But there'll be a mix of episodes, so solo episodes just like this one, as well as interviews with guests who share their own starting over stories as well as tips, strategies, knowledge to help you on your journey to your best self and your best life. So with that in mind, these are 
the five key areas that you will improve if you regularly listen to Starting Over with Shannon this year. So first, you will improve your self-awareness and emotional intelligence. So what is self-awareness and why is that important? You might be thinking. Well, in technical terms, self-awareness is It's the capacity to recognize and understand your own emotions, thoughts, and behaviors. It involves being introspective and having a clear understanding of your values, beliefs, and motivations. In my view, it is such a key step to healing your past and creating a meaningful and happy life. But let me give you an example, because sometimes this, I know that this theoretical stuff can seem a bit too abstract and stories can really help. So going back to this narcissistic partner I had, I was not aware that he was a narcissist, nor did I actually know what the heck that meant in psychological terms or in terms of it actually being a diagnosable personality disorder, not just meaning you're a bit self-inflated. And I thought... I was choosing him because he was adventurous and bold and funny and he made me feel so special and so loved. But the self-awareness piece here. So so 22-year-old me did not realize that I was susceptible to the grand, to be honest, over-the-top declarations of soulmate-type love and That was because I now realize I had a deeper need for security and safety due to the lack of that in my childhood. But I was choosing this unconsciously. But building uh, better self-awareness about this led to greater understanding about myself, my strengths, my weaknesses, my needs, why on earth I chose a partner like that and what I need to do to make sure that doesn't happen again. And another really common example of this is in self-sabotaging tendencies. So I'll take an example of someone I know and love who had an eating disorder. She thought she was hypercritical of her image and she was restricting food for that reason. But underneath that was actually a need to feel in control and autonomous because she had overbearing parents. And when she understood that, she could start working on the deeper causes of that rather than the surface level symptoms. And there are so many examples of this in so many different areas of life. But the key message is to say that through these different podcast episodes, you'll be prompted to reflect on yourself, your own emotions, thoughts and behaviors, because this is a key ingredient to living a more fulfilling life and having a better relationship with yourself and with others. And related to this is that of emotional intelligence. So those of you who regularly listen will know that discussions around emotions are a very frequent feature. Now, I will say openly, I sit more in the empath, highly sensitive emotional category. I'm also a Cancer moon, if anyone knows a little about astrology. So your moon sign is said to reflect your inner emotional makeup. If you're curious, take a read because it will likely be very different to your sun sign. And I know that was the case for me. And I was like, huh, this is making a lot of sense. But those of those of you who are similar to me in personality will know that you likely have a naturally high emotional intelligence. So it will come more easily to you to understand and express your own emotions, 
to recognize them in others and also to connect with others in empathy. However, where you'll likely have a weaker point is that around your own emotional management and regulation, which is another key component of emotional intelligence. And that diminishes your coping skills. It lowers your stress tolerance and resilience, and it can also impact your relationships and performance at work. So there will be some episodes this year focused on how you can improve your emotional grit and better self-regulate. But those of you who are not highly sensitive or an empath, don't switch off just yet because emotional intelligence is still very important for you. Perhaps you have better self-control and don't feel like you are being led by your emotions, but know that you perhaps have more trouble in connecting with others or opening up about your vulnerabilities or have deep, fulfilling relationships. Side note here, that is often emotion showing up in disguise too, particularly fear. And fear can be very sneaky in how it shows up in our life. You should go back and listen to the episode with Ben Harris if you're curious about that. And I'm sure you have heard this, but emotional intelligence is also a key ingredient to success in the workplace. So some studies here. A study by TalentSmart found that emotional intelligence is now the strongest predictor of job performance, accounting for 58% of success in all types of jobs. A study by Corn Ferry found that 90% of top performing leaders had high emotional intelligence. Another study by the Hay Group said it leads to higher engagement and job satisfaction. And it's also been said to be a predictor of or better predictor of job performance than cognitive intelligence, otherwise known as IQ. And guess where I got that data? So literally in about 10 seconds, I captured that and way more from the artificial intelligence chatbot, ChatGPT. Have you heard of that? Anyway, that is a whole other type of discussion about how our world is changing. But my quick hot take on that is that our world is shifting to such an extent that I believe that community connection and right-brained thinking, which is a home to our emotional intelligence, will be the prime real estate and what the world needs more of in decades to come. So in summary, you can be sure to improve on your self-awareness and emotional intelligence by tuning into this podcast. The second key area is that of mindset. So remember how I said earlier that with this whole ordeal with my narcissistic ex, it led me to a whole new way of thinking. Well, this is part of it, mindset. Now, naturally, it stems from self-awareness because you have to first become aware of what you're actually thinking in any given moment before you can hope to change it. But I know that this has led to some of the biggest personal breakthroughs for me. And I have also heard the same from countless other successful and happy people. And I'm betting that you know that your thoughts are a big part of your problems. So many of us get caught up in these negative downward thought spirals, which then trigger an array of unpleasant and unwanted emotions as well. And I actually went into a lot of detail on this on episode 19, which was admittedly bold titled. <laughs> I said I, I titled it, this may well be the solution to all of your problems. Now, in that I say, I mean, you may have heard this old saying, watch your thoughts, they become your words. 
Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. And watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. See, the reality is, is that our thoughts create our lives. They not only shape how we interpret what's going on in the world around us, they shape what we actually choose to do and who we choose to be and become. And when it comes down to our so-called problems, the real problem is likely not the situation, but rather our thoughts about it. Now, some of you might be thinking like, oh, piss off woman with your spiritual blah, blah. I actually have real problems. But bear with me a second and take a trip down memory lane. Have you ever had a time in your life when at a given moment you were experiencing something seemingly unpleasant or painful or shameful, something that you perceived as being bad or negative at the time, but then you fast forward a few days, months, or even years, and your, your perspective on that experience has completely changed. So what you once considered a problem, you may now consider to be the exact opposite. Maybe that relationship that you were so sad ended, but you've now found somebody else so much better for you, or the same with a house or a job or any number of things. But I think that point really illustrates the subjectivity of reality and how influential your thoughts are to all of that. So, you know, just take a moment now and reflect or think or imagine, I should say, what it would be like if you managed to successfully tame and train your mind. Like seriously, how much more inner peace and genuine happiness would you experience if you were not plagued by all of those wayward thoughts that are telling you, you look terrible, or you're bound to fail, or you're never going to get through this, or you're never going to meet the right person, you're going to be single for life, god damn it, blah, 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 blah. Like, seriously, you get a handle on that, and that is the most transformative, life-changing thing. So this is another key area that we will explore in detail, on repeat, on this podcast, from a variety of different angles. And that can include how to overcome limiting beliefs, how to create new neural pathways and rewire your subconscious mind, which stores actually 95% of all of this, for more positive and for more positivity and more empowerment. And you'll also hear from a variety of people too, such as psychologists, neuroscientists, coaches, and spiritual teachers too. Which leads me on to the third area. So spiritual curiosity and connection. Now, admittedly, this can mean so many different things for different people. And I just want to take the quick opportunity to clarify my approach in this. So a quick way to sum it up for me, you know how you have those census forms and there will always be a question about your religious identification. I would tick the spiritual but not religious box. So I grew up in a non-religious environment with my mum saying lots of, everything happens for a reason, darling, which drove me nuts half of the time because she couldn't explain to me what that meant. And I have since been exploring what that could possibly mean. And that is why I say spiritual curiosity. And incidentally, I ended up with a husband-to-be who's actually a researcher and writer on the science of consciousness and near-death experiences. So 
basically accounts of people going to the afterlife as such and coming back. And I used to just zone out with all of those chats. Sorry, honey, if you're listening to this. <laughs> but I'm way more up for it now and open to it and curious. And that was bolstered even more recently after losing a dear friend and a neighbor of mine so suddenly in a car accident where she left also her husband and three children behind. And the whole ordeal just really brought home the reality about our mortality. And it led me to further questioning about our life. And coincidentally, this actually coincided with, or it happened the morning after recording an episode with Joe Hain, who also lost his wife. So that was a bit kind of spooky and surreal to me, but he was a wonderful support. But in any case, I know that these rock bottom moments can be the spiritual opening for people who often were atheist before or maybe for others they grew up in religious environments but then rejected the dogma of it and sort of the fear sometimes it can be attached to a lot of fear mongering but they wanted to capture the spiritual essence of the teachings and I know that that was my own case too with the rock bottom moments but overall the spirituality that is explored in this podcast is much more aligned with holistic well-being, of which the spiritual is a component of that. So for instance, how can you cultivate inner peace, perhaps through mindfulness and meditation? How can you connect with your inner wisdom and listen to your intuition? And what meaning and purpose do we have in our life? And we will also discuss in more detail topics including our higher self, the law of attraction, and manifestation. Now, the fourth area that you will improve by tuning into this podcast, and that is relationships. Now, just to clarify quickly, this is both with yourself and with others, such as friends, a romantic partner, a child or children, but we do have a particular focus on your relationship with yourself. Because I am sure that you know that if you are not feeling good about and within yourself, that negatively impacts virtually every other aspect of your life. And conversely, if you're feeling internally positive, you connect well with others, you have more successes at work, you feel more confident to try new things, the list goes on. So many of the episodes are all about self-help, essentially. How can you overcome self-sabotaging tendencies like mindless eating or procrastination? How can you be more consistent and disciplined to achieve your goals? How can you move through self-doubt? These are all about your relationship to yourself. And of course, we also discuss relationships with others too, which I, you know has a major influence on your overall well-being. So studies have indisputably shown that if we have strong social connections, we're less likely to experience mental health problems and more likely to have better physical health, greater happiness and better all-round coping skills. And, you know, something I've noticed alongside this healing and self-discovery journey is that your relationships have a tendency to naturally improve. And that's not to say that relationships don't take work, they do. But what I've noticed is that you start surrounding yourself with people who are actually good for your mental health. 
and you start setting better boundaries with those who aren't. You also typically start prioritizing depth of connection over breadth, which tends to be more fulfilling. And you're also more comfortable showing your authentic self, which also attracts other like-minded people who are rooted in their authenticity too. And therefore you tend to have better, deeper relationships more quickly. Anyway, it's a beautiful journey and relationships is really a key part of this podcast. And the fifth and final key area that you will improve is that of mastering fresh starts and new chapters. And this is really in the entire theme of starting over because there will be new chapters in life that each will bring their own set of positives, but also challenges too. And, you know, a crucial early step in all of that is letting go. Any starting over will entail a letting go of some sorts. And yet it is something that we fiercely resist, like especially on a subconscious level, because our brains are programmed to keep us safe at all costs and they like what is familiar, even when it doesn't serve us. So the unknown is interpreted as like SOS, unsafe, unsafe, unsafe. And yet, ironically, life is full of unknowns and uncertainties. So we will delve into the letting goes, like how can you let go of fear to actually make change How can you let go of pain and forgive someone who hurt you? How can you let go of control and just bloody trust the process? Because that clinging on, that resistance, it often creates unnecessary tension in our lives. And we'll find much more peace and freedom when we can release that. So in summary, the five key areas that you'll improve if you tune into this podcast regularly and crucially, choose to actually put some of this theory into practice are one, self-awareness and emotional intelligence, two, mindset, three, spiritual curiosity and connection, four, relationships, and five, mastering fresh starts and new chapters. Now, If there is any topic you'd particularly like to explore or even have any suggestions of guests you'd like to hear from and ask a question to, don't hesitate to email me at hello at startingoverwithshannon.com or otherwise DM me over on Instagram at startingover underscore with Shannon. And if you know of anyone who you think this podcast will help, please do share a link with them. I'm ever so grateful for those of you who do that. And just a final reminder, if you're in Switzerland and would be interested in coming to one of my day retreats, please do check out the link in the episode description. But in the meantime, everyone, I hope you all have a wonderful week.